quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. This episode is sponsored by Byheart. Byheart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha-lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. Byheart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. Byheart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. When our kids are born, we have expectations as to how our family will interact. What we certainly aren't ready for are the struggles we encounter with the people we love the most. We are here for the parent who feels like they've tried it all, for the parent who feels like they have to yell to be heard, for the parent who is tired of timeouts and kids fighting all day. We are here for you. We believe when parents feel supported and heard, they are able to come to parenting more centered. We offer tools to navigate the messiness of life with kids. We are Peace in Parenting. Welcome back for another episode of the Peace in Parenting podcast. I'm Gemma and I'm here with Michelle. Hi, Gemma. How are you today? Doing well. How are you doing? I'm well. What's going well in your world? Oh, I was not prepared again. Let me think. <sighs> um, it's better on the spot, kind of. It is, because then I have to really think about it. We got a new juicer. Ooh. And because my boys love juice and I love, I always get on the celery juice thing or like, uh-huh. I just like juice during the day. But I used to have the one that has like the knife and it's like, 25 minutes by the time you clean everything up but I got a new one that's the masticating kind oh yeah so Jonah spilled his juice everywhere or actually Caleb spilled Jonah's juice so it was like meltdown city (laughs) it was so bad and I'd already washed everything but it took me like one minute to reassemble and then one minute to clean it again so I was like this was worth a hundred dollars yes please yes please wait my kids told me they're like mom when you laugh you have to stop going (gasps) Oh my God. It's like a wheeze, and I just heard myself do that. And so that's my New Year's resolution to stop. I usually edit those out of the podcast. Oh, thank you. I really, I appreciate you. I can tell by the like sound waves where it is, and I go get them. So sorry. I'm sorry. It's that's no, that's probably super annoying. No. What's going well for you? I don't know, really. No. I know. We've been having a tough time. Um,. What's going well is that I get my whole Saturday off from everything. And so I'm just going to, I'll probably work some, but I'm going to just like take her easy, Good, which is nice. I'm going to a candlelight. This is what's going well. I'm going to a candlelight yoga tonight, which I'm really excited about. Yeah. Is it outdoors? No, it's inside. It's a hot candlelit yoga indoors with a DJ and everything. Wow. Yeah. So I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah, that'll be good. Fun. What are we ta- we're talking about transitions? Yeah. yeah, transitioning. We'll transition into what we're we'll talking transition about now. To transitions. 
Um, transitions are tough. I think transitions are tough for us. Mm-hmm. Speaking of right now, we're trying to record and my little one's still pounding on the door because I'm trying to transition him out to daddy time. <laughs> right. I mean, that's it. it. Nobody wants to move if they're having a good time or I mean, they'll transition out of bed in the morning pretty early, yeah. pretty easily. <laughs> that's like the only good. That's the only easy transition for a little kid. Yeah. You know, getting right up and I'm on. Yeah. Um, but the other transitions are hard and a lot of them, you know, not a lot of them, but some of them include tasks. And I think if you're asking, if you're transitioning your kid from playing to sitting down and eating dinner, that's a tough, tough transition because nobody wants to stop playing to sit down and eat dinner. They just right. don't. Nobody wants to transition from hanging out with the family in the morning to going to school. Those transitions, we just we need to know and, and be prepared that those times are sticky and difficult and that we can recognize that and try to pad those times with connection pieces so that we can make those transitions earlier, easier, 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 (laughs) not earlier. And I feel like if you plan for that and then you add a little extra time to every transition you make, you can make it work because we used to have a hard time when we'd be at the park and they want to play forever or like at the mall or wherever we are. And I couldn't get them to leave peacefully. And I see that all the time with parents still. And I just want to like go talk to everybody and help everybody. Yeah. But now we do last activity. So I get down on their level. I walk over to wherever they're playing. I look in their eyes and I say, we have five more minutes. Do you want to pick your last activity? And at first it was hard, but now they get really excited They'll do their last activity and then run right up to me and we'll get in the car peacefully. Yeah, that's good. And I think um, I like to do get involved. It's like get involved with them. Last activity. I go get involved in the last activity. Get connected. Yeah, and get connected. So I'm like really close and playing in this playground or playing in the sandbox or pushing them on the swing or I get really involved where I wasn't where I I may have been disengaged prior to that. And so I try to also with electronics, I try to get in with them and be like, oh, what are you doing on your dumb electronic over here? You know, <laughs> right before show you me, take it away. You mean? Show me your TikTok. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I get but then I get sucked in. I'm like, oh, these are cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I get involved in their world. And so that becomes the connective piece where they're not so. And then I'll be like, okay, it's time to turn it off. And they'll be more less reluctant to turn it off. Or they'll be less reluctant to go with you if they feel better about your connection. Mm hmm. The other thing you can do is create a like a little transition game, like who wants to play hopscotch on the way to the car or who wants to do follow the leader. I'm the leader. Esme, you be the leader. You be the robot. We're going to do whatever you do. Who wants to do Simon Says on the way to the car? Like those kinds of things can make it fun and easy. I used to do that when I was um, teaching. We would, you know, do all kinds of fun games when we were in line because the kids hated to line up oh and go. Yeah. And that was that's a big transition. So we would be like, OK, who wants to play the I Spy game while we're in line? And so it was like, OK, it's, you know, Randy's turn and he would, you know, do something. And it's the same thing. Make it fun. Yeah. Don't be like. We got to get in the car in five minutes, everybody. Hurry up. Like I've done that before and it just doesn't work. Yeah. Then it's just torture. It's It's the same thing with like getting on shoes. I feel like that's a sticky thing for everybody. I don't know why getting on shoes is such a problem, but we do that too. Where I'll be like, don't put on two different shoes today. You better pick the same shoes or make it silly. Or sometimes with Jonah, because he is just feisty. (laughs) 
He's him so will just cute. he just carries his shoes to the car and we put them on when we get to our destination because I've just Fine. had to let go with him. I'm like, yeah, whatever I can do to survive. You'll live. He'll live. Yeah. He's so cute. I'll eat him. He's so cute. <laughs> He's very sweet. I mean, He's a that, sour patch kid. Yeah, I like that. The thing is with the shoes, I think it indicates like usually you're having to leave somewhere that you like or you're having to go somewhere maybe that you don't like. Yeah. And so we have to know when it's a hard ask, I like to call it when it's a difficult ask, we have to anticipate there's going to be pushback and to assume that everybody's going to soldier up and just do as we ask all the time when it's a hard, difficult ask is unrealistic. And so, you know, just saying like, I know there's going to be pushback and I'm going to be okay with that. I think that's the problem too, is we get the pushback in the transitions and then we lose our minds because we're like, no, you don't understand. We have yeah. to get to school. We have to get this. It's, you know, I have a checklist and a chore list and a thing to do and I have to go to work and and we get super uptight around the transitions as well because we're, you know, we don't like to transition. I don't want to get out of my bed and get up and go to work. <laughs> I really don't. Yeah. But I know I have to. I don't want to get up and get the kids ready for school. So I'm already in a like cranky mood. Mm-hmm. So it's like we vibe off of the kids and they vibe off of us. And if it's like if we can just loosen and calm and relax around the transitions, it'll make it easier too. The other thing is like with school, if they're fighting you on the shoes or fighting on putting on their coat or all the things, like obviously there's something else there, like the feelings. And yeah, with Caleb, I used to always be like, oh, don't worry about it. It's going to be fun. Come on, we got to go. It'll be fun. You're going to have a great time. <laughs> and now I just like lean in and I'm like, you don't want to go, you know, and we talk about it and I don't yeah. forcefully put on his shoes and throw them in the car and like, yeah. they're crying. Like, yeah, we just take our time. Well, like Esme this morning, she has a presentation. She has major oh, social no. anxiety. She's in eighth grade. So sixth, seventh and eighth grade. Let me just tell you folks, if you're not there, <laughs> get ready. It's hard. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not easy. Middle school is a bear. Yeah. It really is. And so the social anxiety is really amped up anyway. She has a presentation in um, history today and she woke up. I'm not going to school. Oh, no. I'm not going to school. I can't do the presentation. You don't understand. You don't understand, Michelle. You don't understand. She just calls me a Michelle. Then I later. love that. <laughs> Michelle, you, you don't understand. I cannot do it. I'm literally cannot do it. And instead of me saying, and this goes back to empathy and isn't really related to transitions, but it is because it's useful in transitions, like you said, I was just, you know, I know this seems really hard. Oh, well, you could let me stay home if you wanted to. And I said, I know I really I could, but I think you need to go to school. It's important. Well, what am I supposed to do? I said, I don't know. This is a really tough one. As I know this is really hard for you. This is really, really hard. I can see how hard it is for you. And I'm sorry. I know you're struggling. And then she kind of went on a little bit more and a little bit more. And then, you know, at the end, I finally said, I know you can do this. I have every belief that you can do this. No, I can't. I'm not doing it. I said, I understand you. Sh- you can talk to Mr. Campy, I think, Um, you know, or you could just kind of have the idea in your mind that it's going to be hard and you'll be okay. And she, you know, she talked herself. She was okay. She went to school and she was happy. Mm-hmm. But I think had I been like, you know, you have to go to your presentation and, you know, you have to go to school and this is part of life. And if I would have, you know, told her all the reasons why she shouldn't feel the way she would, then it might have made that transition more difficult. Right. That was me at school because I would always get so anxious with like tests or presentations and I never had a listening ear. It was just like, get in the car. We're going. Yeah. You're doing Shut it. Up. This yeah. is school. This is your life. You have to do hard things. And for me, that made me like shut in so much instead of somebody helping me transition yeah. to that place. And yeah. 
to tame my anxiety a little bit because <laughs> now I'm yeah. an anxiety monster. <laughs> well, that's it. I had the same anxiety too. And I, my parents were like yours. They were like, sorry, not, not, not hearing it. Sorry. Right. And also trying to talk me out of it. Yeah. And so we just, like, I, like you said, lean into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have with Jonah, he doesn't like to get out of the car. And I think a lot of kids don't because one of my really good friends has that issue too. And we just leave him and we're like, you tell us when you're ready. Like, we'll come get you. I leave all the doors open in the garage so he can yell for me. (laughs) I don't ever leave him in there crying. I stay with him if he's crying, but usually he just needs longer to sit in the car. I don't know why. That's just the way he transitions when we get home. (laughs) Fine. I'm not mad. Yeah. I mean, mean, yeah, that's yeah. Life with kids is not perfect. It just mm -hmm. isn't. And I think my expectation when I first became a mom was that things were going to be perfect and I was going to teach her them because I was the teacher. Yeah. I was going to teach her them through everything. And when I got pushback, I started to lose my mind. And I think that's what happens to us when we get that pushback in those transitions. We start to really ramp up like, no, 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 no. You can't, you can't do that. It's almost like, you know, it's our own anxiety that we're trying to temper. And I think for me, that was the big thing. And that that's what made everything worse. And then trying to control them with all the punishments and everything. And so when I could back off a little bit, the transitions got easier. Yeah. The other thing I'd say too, is like, you should pat, you can not should, you can pad your transitions with something like special time or some sort of other play or some sort of, if you know, like, oh, dinner's a really hard transition, then I'd say before dinner, before you ask them to sit down, I would do, hey, want to do five minutes of special time? Or, hey, do you guys want to go play outside for five minutes with me? We can do Simon Says. We can, you know, play follow the leader. I can, you know, hang out with you guys for five minutes before we go to this transition, before we get into the car for school, before we, you know, leave for an adult event. Pad it with connection. Pad it with special time. Pad it with play whenever we go out to dinner we'll leave like 10 minutes early and we'll like find a park close by or we'll run around in the parking lot like we'll do something really fun and silly that they want to do before they have to sit in the restaurant and eat their dinner and not move because that's really hard yeah it is I want to come back as Gemma's child oh my gosh (laughs) I'm like this sounds so good Gemma's tired I I, I bet you are exhausted it's not easy parenting this way that's the other thing. It's really just not easy. And I think partial part of the reason that's not easy is because we're constantly fighting against our own intuitive nature that says, squash the feelings, squash the behavior, punish, shame, do all these things so that I can get a quote unquote kid that behaves. And so when you're fighting against your internal stuff all the time, plus you're doing all this new stuff, it's exhausting. I think it was much more exhausting when I first started. And now it's not totally natural. There's things that are very unnatural for me still. But that's the way my brain, I rewired my brain literally like to say when it's time for dinner, I'm not going to scream up the stairs and be like, come down for dinner. My husband did that the other night. And I was like, do you think that's going to work, Dan? (laughs) Like Nobody came. He screamed five times. But Now I'll walk all the way upstairs, look them in the eye. It's time for dinner. Do you guys want to come? If they don't want to come, we play for a little bit. If they still don't want to come, then I'm like, do you guys want to eat dinner on the floor up here and we can keep playing? And that's huge for me because before I wouldn't have been able to let that go. Like the perfectionist in me is like, we have to follow the schedule. You eat at the table. You clear the table. You do your dishes. We move on. Like... You know yeah. what I mean? And now robot, I'm robot. Like, yes. 
Yeah. Kids but don't do well. But I thought that's how it had to be. It doesn't, you can do whatever you want in your house. I know. Isn't that amazing? It, I love being in control. It's amazing. I mean, I'm not in control. They're in control. We're, we share control, I guess. That's exactly right. <laughs> you, you have garnered enough respect that you're going to get the control you need, but you're not taking more than you need. Yeah. And I think that's the happy medium. It's like getting enough, you know, buy-in and cultivating enough connection that you're getting enough control. I mean, enough compliance. Yeah. Because you're not trying to take too much. That's mostly how it goes. There are times when I have to put a kid and hold them down and strap them in screaming because I literally have no option and I can't sit through an hour tantrum at that time. And I apologize the whole time and say, I really am sorry that I'm controlling your body right now. We'll play when we can and just let them have their feelings. And then I'll have to go to my seat in the car and listen. Like sometimes the transition is just too hard. There's no saving it. I've, you know, I've listened, I've done that same thing. Um, I've had the kid in the car crying, like upset and whatever. And I said, I know I'm right here and stayed and been in the car just listening to the feelings and empathizing. Mm -hmm. So I think there's those three things you can do, you know, pad with the connection beforehand, use, you know, some connection pieces when you're trying to leave somewhere, like some fun games. And then also listening when listening through feelings, when the connection, when the transition doesn't go well. Mm Mm-hmm. I so had to I think do that. that with Jonah yesterday. I really needed to go to the store and he didn't want to go. And so we just had to come home. I didn't get to go to the store and I just had to listen to the tantrum forever. But I had the time, you know? Yeah. He just Good wasn't for able. you. Yeah. It was very hard. It was, we got their passport photos taken and the pe- passport people didn't accept them. And I really needed to get them returned. And for me, that's like hugely triggering. I'm like, why can't you just do this with me? Like, do it for me. But now I can just sit with them like, okay, yeah, your tantrum's more important than returning. Sometimes they can't. Yeah. Sometimes they can't do it for us. They just can't. And we can force them if we need to. But it's like, then you just have to know that there'll be fallout. Yeah. And you'll deal with the fallout. And that's okay, too. And this is none of this is a perfect science. And we all mess up. And, you know, you're not always going to do it right. And some transitions are going to be awesome. And others are going to be bad. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's life. That's being a parent. Unfortunately, he is accepting that (laughs) for people like you and I who need everything to be very (laughs) like this. That's hard. Michelle said this would work. It's not working. That's exactly right. The whole method doesn't work. (laughs) I know. I get a lot of questions like that on on, in our Facebook group. Like I did this and it didn't work. And I just I feel so bad because it's like that. I feel the panic in those people like, oh, they just want something to work. And I get that. But I just say, just don't give up. Keep at it. Keep trying. Keep trying different things. The play, the empathy, the special time, the all of it. And it, it will come together. You just have to, you know, just put it all together and don't give up. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be good days and bad days. Yeah, that's exactly right. All right. Um, Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and check out our Patreon. We have something exciting coming up on there soon. Okay, great. Okay. See you guys next week.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.